0: Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who'll have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives.
1: Dan's guest on this week's program is Gavin Fitzsimons, a professor of marketing and psychology at the Fuqua School of Business.
0: Okay, uh, Gavin, so I see you're basically switching from a PC to Macs. Uh, is that correct?
1: That is indeed correct. I was a long-time PC user and have switched entirely over to Mac.
0: Okay. And, and you have this uh, paper on something to do with creativity in Macs. Is that,
1: is that the case? Uh, that is indeed the case. You're on to something here, Dan. Um, we, uh, um, we have a paper where what we did is we, uh, we exposed people for very uh, short periods uh, uh, to either an Apple logo or a brand logo. How, how short? Uh, very short, so below the conscious threshold, uh, you know, anywhere from 30 milliseconds in a f- in the center of a screen, a foveal uh, exposure, to a 60, second a 60 millisecond uh, parafoveal exposure.
0: Okay, so they saw it for tiny fractions, and you say that they basically couldn't tell that they saw it.
1: They couldn't tell at all. So a box flashed up on the screen, and in fact, I stood beside uh, people with a $100 bill and told them I'd give them a $100 to anyone that could tell me what was inside the box, and no. one could tell and what was actually inside the box it was the box then the box went away the brand logo appeared then the box came back consciously it just looks like a box but obviously what they're seeing is a brand logo and no no one could tell
0: okay so there's a there's a quick flash of a logo and then what
1: and then we give them um, then we say okay thanks that that was the end of your visual acuity study and now we'd like you to do this other study. And this study is, um, is, uh, is called the Unusual Uses Task. And this study is, we don't tell them this, but this is a typical measure of creativity. And what we tell them the The Unusual Usage Task. The Unusual Uses Task. And basically it's, um, it's, it's we'll give people an object, say a, a brick, and say generate as many uses for a brick as you can other than building a building.
0: Okay, so we
1: can use it as a doorstop, or we can throw it at somebody. You can hit someone <laughs> in the head. You can weight them down and sink them in the pond. You can uh, you can break a, through a locked window, paperweights, all of these things. And so people generate a, a range. So of
0: what things. what's a, what's the most creative answer you got for this?
1: <laughs> I personally, the one I thought was most creative that I liked the most was tie a brick around my boss's. Uh, ankle and sink him in the pond. I, you know, I th- found that was a very uh, creative use for a brick.
0: Okay. Uh, did you report this uh,
1: participant to any committee? <laughs> um, I, I think because it was a hypothetical unusual <laughs> uses task, we had no belief he was going to actually follow through on this. No, we didn't.
0: Okay. So people did this task, and then what?
1: Um, and they so they generate the unusual uses, and then what we have then is we have a. Um, a list of unusual uses uh, for a brick and we can do a number of things with them. We can count how many they generate and that's one measure of creativity. We can have uh, coders that are blind to the hypotheses rate each of the uses.
0: Now, now you don't
1: mean really blind people. No, I mean by blind to the hypotheses I mean they don't know what, we're, what our study is about and they don't know whether this person saw an Apple logo or an IBM logo earlier. Okay, so they they code these for how they creative for they creative, find, how unique they find them, et cetera. <coughs> and so um, so so what what do you find? Well, the pattern's identical uh, in uh, whether they are uh, lo- whether we're looking at the number of, of uses people generate or how how creative they were as the, uh, in the, in the coders' minds. Um, essentially, if you're primed, with uh wait 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 what do you mean by primed, by primed. if you're exposed very shortly uh, for a short period to either an apple logo or an ibm logo we see differences in how creative you are in terms of how many uses you generate or how creative they are. is this uh, this, this this can't be right. You just saw an
0: Apple logo. You don't even know that you saw it, but nevertheless it changes your creativity?
1: Indeed it does, and it changes it fairly dramatically. So we see increases in creativity anywhere from across a number of studies, anywhere from about 15 to 30%. That's
0: That's unbelievable. So are you suggesting that instead of creative people choosing to use Apple, it's because they use Apple that they become creative?
1: Uh, That might be a bit of a strong statement, but uh, we believe that that is a piece of the puzzle. that, That obviously Apple's invested many millions of dollars to draw this very strong association between the Apple logo and creativity. And as a function of that, every person in the modern world, when they think of Apple has this strong association with creativity, that actually activates in people, when they see that Apple logo, a desire to be creative and actually leads to people being more creative.
0: Now, what about people who hate Apple?
1: It doesn't matter at all. It turns out it doesn't matter at all whether you're a Mac person, a PC person, whether you like Mac or, or don't like Mac, no difference whatsoever. What's all that you need is to have that association between creativity and Mac. Now, if, if we went and found someone that, that lived in the developing world, had never seen a television commercial, never seen a commercial or, or, or a, a, a laptop or an iPod, anything along those lines, we would not see this effect. But if you've been exposed to all of those things, even if you think that Steve Jobs is evil, you will still become more creative when you're exposed to Apple. Logo.
0: Okay, so all of this is uh, subliminal exposure when people don't know. Right. Uh, what happens when people know that they're exposed to it? Like, we look here at your computer and we see the Apple logo quite clearly.
1: Yeah, well, we, we, we've, we're, we didn't run those studies in the initial paper. We have been running some of those uh, along these lines. And what we tend to see is that, so these very short brand exposures slide below our level, level of defenses And so, we're actually, our behavior has changed because we don't think anybody's trying to change our behavior. If you watch an advertisement, or you see a big brand logo prominently placed, your defensive mechanisms are going to filter that exposure. And so, if you're consciously attending to the Apple logo on your computer, we believe what's happening is you're probably not going to be dramatically increasing your creativity. But of course, what happens is, The first day you get that new Mac, you really notice that logo. The second day, not so much. The third day, not at all. Six months in, it's just part of your workplace, work environment, yet it's still hitting your brain outside conscious awareness, and I think that's where you get the bang for the buck. That's where the benefit in terms of the creativity is going to come through. Okay,
0: so does this mean that Apple did a a strategic mistake when they started selling iPods and iPhones and making iTunes for the PC because now
1: even the PC users can get this uh, creativity advantage <laughs> um, I don't think they would think about it that way but, but in fact um, it is quite possible that uh, this is, is this your iPhone? Uh, my iPhone ringing <laughs> as we speak sorry about that uh, um, the uh, it is quite possible that um, that those folks exposed to that Apple logo, even though it's it's happening on a PC platform, would still become more creative again if they're not noticing the exposure.
0: Okay, that's it's uh, wonderful. And being surrounded here by all these Apple stuff, I feel very creative. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Dan. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, Professor of Behavioral Economics at Duke University. Learn more at research.duke.edu.